Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Call yourselves Title Town? Are you kidding me? That's fraud. Uh, it feels like a gray area. Spoiler alert, Canada. Cup's coming back to the U.S. of A. There's way too much negative stigma attached to strippers. I, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> My dog just shit his ass. Hey, everybody. What is going on is Wednesday night. That means it is time for another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike with me as always is Scott. Scott, how you feeling tonight, man? I don't know what to do with my hands. It's Wednesday night. Back. <laughs> Didn't we just do a show? <laughs> we did. I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, I'm great, man. This quick turnaround is nice. It's like, oh, okay. We just did this and we're right back at it. Cool. 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 I'm on it, board with that. It is It is nice, but uh, definitely a few times was like, is it Wednesday already? <laughs> we back already? Do you know how much harder like it was? Do you know how much harder it was finding stories on three days notice instead of like a whole week? It was rough, man. (laughs) That's really what I meant. It was one of those like, ah, I better get in there and like look for stuff. (laughs) We got a show tonight. (laughs) But we got tons, tons of stuff that we were able to dig up. Mookie also hanging out. Mookie, how you feeling, man? Good. I was going to say, like, I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I did the exact same amount of show prep for tonight as I normally do. So, like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, compressed that's, timeline? that's why we were in panic mode like we always are. Right. Exactly. No, I'm doing man, I'm doing well, man. Bullshit. Jesus, man. <laughs> well, if you're mad at me now, just wait for it to get worse because uh, I'm ready to get after it tonight. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned last week about the 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 free samples more lab sent me but uh, i was saying pre-show they've been hitting me up for like the last four or five days about like hey how are those samples what's the new formula like we need your feedback and i'm like shit all right well guess we're getting drunk tonight uh i'm gonna try that <laughs> shit out tomorrow because the deadline is two days from now and uh i don't know if it's true but it was we'll say heavily implied that if i didn't actually fulfill my end of the bargain there would be a invoice coming my way and there's one thing I don't like doing. It's spending money. So I got two beers queued up for tonight. Let's get after it, boys. All right. Well, good deal, Mookie. We got an awesome show for you guys coming up tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about a guy that pooped his pants at a, an NFL game. Uh, and we're, we're going to talk. Dude, I'm still working through some things. Leave me alone. 
<laughs> Mookie mentioned something today that was like the craziest thing I've ever heard a Notre Dame fan say. So I want to get into that. Also, baseball fights uh, and NFL teams beefing on Twitter. Before we get to all that, though, let's talk about these beers that we're drinking today. Scott, what is in your mug this evening? Oh, man, this one is good. It's another one of these big boys. Like I got to show you these cans because they're always so huge. Oh, I love when is that untitled art? Hand. Oh, no, it's not untitled art. No, it is not. This beer is called This Beer Really Ties the Room Together. Ah, Total reason that great I, name. I didn't care if they were like, oh, it's a can of piss. I'm like, ah, eh, well. It, it has a really good reference in its title, so I'm in. But actually, it is a blonde milk stout with coffee, 6%, because that 8.5, those double eight and a halves kicked my ass on Friday night. Yeah, they did. Quick note about that, if I can jump in a little bit. Uh, so the one person who's been able to track down this podcast at, at my place of employment uh, it's been a bit of a running gag this week about the eight and a half percenters. Uh, it, it even came up today of like, well, you know, after you get after an eight and a half percent stout, shit goes wild. So, Scott, your Dude, fans I'm are not noticing, lie, man. There was in between hmm, probably about half hour left of the show and me saying just good night when we were logging off. Yeah, I don't remember a whole lot of the show in between there. Like the the bets they're sitting there talking about on Saturday. I was like, I don't remember what the hell I bet. I have no idea. I mean, that's not really different from most weeks, but this was definitely a. I know we talked about it, but I don't remember nothing. My my favorite part is uh, Mike did not have an eight and a half percent stout, and he didn't remember his bets either. So you know, you're not alone there, Scotty boy. Yeah. Well, real shout quick, out Mark, the by the way, our, says- our buddy Mark chiming in, uh, catching the Lebowski reference on your beer, uh, Scott. Give Mark, uh, Mark is, is starting up a podcast uh, with Jungle Gyms. Go, uh, we tweeted out the link no to his shit, podcast. Mark. Yes. Uh, he's like running the Jungle Gyms. Yes, the Jungle Gyms. He works out of the Fairfield Jungle Gyms. Uh, go subscribe to, to Mark's podcast. We tweeted out the link earlier this week. I'll retweet it again, uh, but go subscribe because Mark is amazing. He was awesome when he came and guested on our show earlier, uh, and you should totally support that dude all right sorry scott go ahead no i was just gonna say uh the beer is inspired by the white russian it's got uh mm. coffee bean it was aged with coffee beans and cocoa nibs and woo, gotta love a good nib this is delicious this is this is two and oh after playing two cupcakes good <laughs> two and oh in week three after playing two cupcakes so basically like the 49ers i got it nice. yeah all right, uh, Mookie, what are you drinking? Yeah, so in the in the theme of the evening, like I said earlier about needing to make sure I uh, put the Mora Labs new formula to work, I've chosen two of the beers that have been hanging around. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how many of our listeners live in the, the greater 513 area, but boy, today was the first day of fall, and holy shit, it's Ugh. hit with a vengeance. Like, it's been chilly, rainy, and gray here. Everything you would expect out of a good Midwestern fall day. Um, and as a result, the Coronas I had in my fridge, I'm just like, wow, these just don't take it taste as good anymore. It's time to get rid of the summer beers. So I'm trying to clean out the fridge a little bit. Plus, you know, put that more labs of use. Uh, I'm drinking first the chosen one, the coconut ale out of 903. Did that a while God, back. I love 903. Impressed. I know I love it too. And everything they've had has been five caps, no doubt. This one sucked the first time. So I'm just going to plow through the second. Um, 
Similarly, I also have Crispy River Salted Lemon La- or Salted Lime Lager, uh, Resolute Brewing Company. Ooh. Another one that just off the top wasn't great, but both of these beers I know are going to be even terribler, if that's a word. I just made it one if I drink them any later in the year. So I'm just going to get them out of the way, plow through these two crack that morning recovery and have a good old time here tonight i love that mookie is just clearing out crappy beers that he doesn't like like he's like you know what i'm doing today i'm drinking all the stuff that i have been putting off drinking for the last several months it's going to be terrible i'm not looking forward to it but but (laughs) we're going to make it happen well and the worst part too is and, and i'm i gotta be honest i don't remember if this was a beer drop or they who shall not be named purchase but i've got four of the 903s it was they who shall not be named Guaranteed. okay yeah and so probably and i can i know exactly what happened so it's like, over like, like a year old oh fuck yeah it is isn't it <laughs> yeah so that probably doesn't help the situation at all but i got three more of these motherfuckers to get through and so it's it's an old beer that you didn't like that you now have to drink again <laughs> great three, planning three, two more times after this great you know, planning drew together. uh well this week Less. i am drinking double dunkle from wibby uh brewing i kind of had the same thought of drew it's it's uh fall it's Oktoberfest. we just had Oktoberfest here in cincinnati so i figured Let's go with the Dunkel. Uh, this beer, so I, I looked it up, and one of my friends has drank this on Untapped and rated it very highly. So I came in with high expectations. Uh, Mookie rated this one four caps. So I, I felt oh like this was going to be a good one. And first sips, it is solid, man. Like if we're going on the week three scale, Scott, I would give this one like. 2-0 crushed both teams, and it was good company. This is Alabama uh, 2-0 is, is where this one's Ooh, sitting right off the bat. It is a good brew, man. And I'm normally not a fan of Dunkles, but this one is solid. Real good beer. Let us know in the comments what you are drinking tonight and rate it on the Week 3 uh, football scale uh, from 0-2 to 2-0, I guess, would be the... <laughs> That's the scale, right? As I as I think through how that would work, Uh, yeah, Mookie, you didn't uh, rate either of yours. I just realized that. My bad. Uh, So right now, I'm Florida State. Oh, (laughs) Florida State. We knew it wasn't going to be pretty, but it's it's worse than we expected, and there's no end in sight other than blacking out. So just bring it on. You know, the sooner the better. So I wasn't going to go here first, but since you brought up Florida State, did you guys see uh, what people are trying to do to get Florida State back on track? There is like a, a. a uh, tweet storm Resurrect going around. Bobby Bowden. Because <laughs> that's about the only thing that they got hope for. Like, uh, they're pretty. It screwed. might be early in the show, but I'm going to go there. Uh, does it have anything to do with Indian burial grounds? Because I feel like that would be where they go, but that would be wrong. Yikes! No, it doesn't. Uh, there's, there's a hey, hashtag. Florida man exists for a reason, dude. There is a American uh, burial Jesus Drew. Oh, yeah. There is a uh, a group of females around Tallahassee who have started tweeting saying, "Don't have sex with football players until they start to play better." Like they are trying to completely block out football players. Like they were like, don't act like you know who they are. When they come up to you in the club, just be like, who are you? And they say, oh, I play for Florida State. Go, oh, you mean on the basketball team? And then they'll get really offended and then do that until they start to play better. And then one girl even went so far as to say, better yet, give all the coochie to the recruits. I'm talking threesomes, foursomes, octosomes, give it all to the recruits. 
which is a little problematic because we're talking about high school kids at that point. But I, I love the ingenuity by these fans. That is, uh, that is out. That's the outside of the box, excuse the pun, thinking that fans need to have to get their teams uh, back on track. Mookie, you, uh, you got a thought on that? Yeah, with the way I started this segment, I'm going to play it safe and go pass. <laughs> My apologies, and again, that is a huge fuck-up, unacceptable. If Cleveland can finally get their head out their ass, I definitely can. So, again, deepest sympathies. That was not at all intended as a slight, but also pass. Mookie, how many times have you had to do the white guy apology on this show? Because I feel like it's multiple times. I mean, I guess here's the thing. Like, I've been living my entire life with Polish Roman Catholic guilt. And so it is so seeped deep into my soul and weighs on me just like a heavy, heavy weighted blanket that's just been drenched in water and frozen. And so I honestly don't even know how how much of my guilt is appropriate for a normal person and how much is just kind <laughs> of like, well, I was guilty when I woke up and then I brushed my teeth and I felt more guilty. Um, and it just kind of all was downhill from there on a normal day. Moving on. I got to get to Biscuit's comment. I'm sorry, Drew. I don't know where the hell you were going. I know it's fine because I never answered a number. Good Lord. Uh, Biscuit saying, wouldn't that be inside the box thinking? That's the kind of joke I'm looking for, Biscuit. Thank you for for chiming in on that one. Uh, Scott, you were looking confused and upset and uh, shook to start this show. I was wondering if we're going to go back to the statutory rape of uh, incoming recruits or if we're just going to blow past (laughs) No, that's. I was like, is that that legal in Florida? I mean, it's well, Florida. It Florida. Can we? Yeah, I know. That's why I was anything? like, well, it might be a thing in Florida. It might be okay. I'm like, eh. I, and I think just some... you know what this means, though? They're not in the running. They, they could still, I guess, pull it out. But that Florida State <laughs> championship is looking really doubtful for Florida State this year. Like, they're not going to be able to go home with that trade, which is a bummer. I think that's one of my long. I think that's one of my favorite long time running stories that we reference more than probably any other story we've ever done on the show. Like every year, that makes a, a comeback somehow. The coveted state yeah, championship of Florida Hello. ring. I do love. Visca <laughs> <laughs> oh, caught the pull it out too, Drew. There you go. Well done. Hey, you know. Uh, Kev wants to know Polish guilt. That's a thing because when I think European nationalities that got fucked, it's Poles and Irish. Yeah, we feel bad that we got fucked. Like, I mean, <laughs> leave you know. it to Kev to come through in the comments with uh, off the wall shit. Uh, well done. Speaking of off the wall shit, uh, all right. So this is how I wanted to start off the show, uh, but we got a little sidetracked. Guys, have you ever shit yourself? Anybody yes. going to own up to it? Yeah, <laughs> I was Quickly. I was waiting for more because you're like, have you ever shit yourself? No, and just in general. Like in general, has it ever happened? Scott, with a quick yes. I mean, we're all in our okay. 30s, uh, right. so absolutely. As an adult, actually, let's go as an adult. Actually, oh. okay, as an adult, um, I haven't shit myself, but I did make Cheryl pull over on the side of 71 so that I could not shit myself i i have pooped on the side of <laughs> north i-71 and, uh, that now so there's that now i have pissed myself because i couldn't get inside a uh my oh, locked that- hotel room door like the key would not work and i'm like well 
<laughs> I guess this is happening. And so I pissed myself. Of course, after I finished pissing myself, the key card worked. <laughs> I have so. never consciously as an adult pissed myself. So I got that over you, Scott. So suck it. Well, I was really drunk and it was like, <laughs> uh, I mean, I know what's Look, happening. Again, right now, all I'm I, saying I, is I, I got to go. Every time it's happened, I've been passed out. So, like, I don't feel that bad about that. That seems more embarrassing. <laughs> is it though? I mean, you were conscious and you could have made a decision to at least whip it out and just pee on the floor. In the hotel? Like it, That's how you catch a charge, man. You can't do yeah, that in the hotel. Like, they it's got, easier just they got mirrors myself. and everything and like the cameras are right there. You can't do that in a hotel like right in the hallway, Drew. What are you doing? No, no, no. See, in that scenario, I would assume that you know going into it, like, wow, I've got like 30 seconds to go here. And there's a moment where you recognize that, like, this key card ain't going in. All right, where was that plant that I saw back when we got off the elevator? Mm, Scott, that's a good question. How come you didn't hit up the lobby bathroom on the way in if it was that Us. bad? Yep. Because I didn't know where the bathroom I was drunk. I didn't know where the bathroom was. I was like, I got to get to my room. I was doing the pee pee dance. I made it oh, all man, the way the pee-pee door, And then that key card would not work. Well, the reason why I ask if you guys have shit yourself is because one Steelers fan had the unfortunate uh, accident. One, of, only one, or is uh, it just one that one we know of? Case? One that we know of because this uh, Instagram story went viral this week of a Steelers fan cleaning his pants in the sink inside of Heinz Field uh, with the caption, I've never been happier. Dude pooped his pants and is washing them in the sink. Steeler football is back. Uh, Okay, so this dude clearly had a rough time. Like, I'm not even going to knock this guy for dealing with it because we've all been there. We've all had some skyline and one too many keystones. And next thing you know, it's like, uh uh-oh, this is happening right now. I've never shit my pants as an adult. No, no, no. I'm not saying you, but you've come like you've come close. Don't tell me you haven't done the hold your ass cheeks together while you run well, walk yeah, to the sure. bathroom. Right, right. right. This guy just didn't make it. He he tried. I haven't done it since <laughs> Saturday. That's that's that. I'm like, it's like the a days without accident. Days without nearly shitting myself. I got like four. I, I risk Wait, it too actually, much, can man, we take this too. one step I, I'm further? I'm always just like, oh, I got this, I got this. Next thing you know, I'm getting, and then it's like, oh my god, <laughs> why did I do this to myself? So, so I, I believe, I, and I'm not sure because Scott, you're gonna have to tell me here. I believe we're all working from home right now. Is that is that fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah, once upon a time. How many days has it been since you pushed someone off a call so you could run to the bathroom to not cheat yourself? I can't say that I've had that happen to me just yet. Yeah, I since don't working talk to from people, home. thank God. So, I've never had to that so it I sounds like people messaging me through Slack, so I could not shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you did shit yourself at an NFL game, are you gonna clean off your pants in the sink in the bathroom? Nope, I'm going home. Like, they, going home. I was gonna say, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> That's an easy that's an easy answer. You're There's gone. no way I'm stripping down to just my jersey and washing with ash cheeks out in a public bathroom. Look at this fucking guy. <laughs> you know what? That's a great call off. too though, Scott. He's got right. he is like his cheeks out. is on the sink. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Where is shoes? 
shoes. Yeah, I don't he's know. Like, he's got no he get, socks on. Did it roll down the shorts? Like, because uh, it was uh, nice. It was nice in Pittsburgh on Sunday. So maybe this was shorts. Pittsburgh has a whole. Did it? Uh, now. <laughs> did it go? Did it go through the, like down the leg and uh, catch some of them shoes too? And that's why he's that's why he's not wearing shoes in the bathroom at Heinz Field. Good lord, man! And this is like. This is the you got to go into work on Monday and they're like, oh, man, you went to the game. How was it? And you have to hide this shame from all of your coworkers. No, no, and there's, all of your there's family no hiding any shame. It. Motherfucker doesn't remember any of this. <laughs> Are you because as you were talking, I was like, wait a minute. Have we ever asked ourselves, how do we know he actually pooped himself? That's because he's point. so hammered. He's like, oh, fuck, I forgot I was supposed to do the laundry today before I went to the game. That's a very valid Guys. point. I'm going to give this guy just a slight pass because sometimes you want to be such a part of the team that you go to great lengths. And the Steelers losing to the Raiders at home is like <laughs> shitting yourself. So this guy was like, man, you know what? I feel closer to my team than I ever had. I'm going to shit myself like they're shitting on themselves on the field. I'm going to shit myself here in the stands. You know what? Different take on this guy. I actually, I, I feel that. I understand it. Fandom, fandom is a, a, a crazy thing. All I know if is you guys. you feel like you're part of the team, I get it. You guys gave me so much shit for drafting Derek Carr. Was I right through two weeks or was I right? Kids looking that's, at legit. That, that's the guy who cashes in and, and gets the Super Bowl tattoo after two weeks. Guys, I told you. I knew it. That's it. All the way. Uh, Biscuit saying. Two weeks. I, mean, <laughs> I feel like he's had a great two week span in his career at multiple different times. Let's see him do it for 17 games. Oh, so you mean, you mean Matt Flynn, right? Yeah. I mean, there you go. Anybody can put it together for a couple of games and look. Anyone can put it together for one game against the Lions. Mm, Yeah. I don't Uh, know if that's a shot. So, yeah, are you saying Aaron Rodgers is washed? Is that the take that I'm reading between the lines here, Drew? That Aaron Rodgers. Oh, no, no, no. No, that wasn't meant that way at all. That was for Um, a Niners. That was a Niners shot. That's something, bitch. A little bit, little, little bit of a jab. <laughs> yeah, but, you son of a bitch. Uh, but at the same time, did you did you see the dude who lost out on a seven hundred thousand dollar parlay this week? Yes, because, except yeah, it's not terrible. That's not terrible news because he did. He bet twenty five dollars. Yes, he cashed out. He had a twenty five dollars sixteen team parlay. He had fifteen of the sixteen that hit. All he was waiting on was the Lions to on win Monday night. on Monday yeah. night and. First of all, what are you doing betting the Lions to win, especially coming off Aaron Rodgers coming off a bad game? Terrible bet right there. Uh, and it's a good thing that he did cash out. He cashed out. Uh, MGM confirmed he, he cashed out for 133 k So Fuck that $25 yeah. parlay worked out really well for him uh, and really well because the Lions are terrible and got smacked. But, so, yeah, uh, great but, call but, to cash out. But, no, no, but, but, but see, and, and sorry, Scott, but again, you no, know, you're good. Go as, the, as the degenerate gambler on the show, that's why you bet on the Lions. Because if you pick the Packers on that Monday night, that the risk of Vegas losing, that the the money they'd have to shell out would be a lot less because of the odds. But going into that Monday night, the casino is going to look at it and be like, look, crazier shit's happened, right? What if they go out there, first play, Aaron Rodgers snaps his Achilles, second play, Aaron Jones loses, realizes he lost the necklace with his dad's ashes and is out for the whole game. Like, shit can happen in the NFL Wait a second. the Lions 
Wait a second. You're telling me that if he had bet on Green Bay instead of Detroit, that the payout, you mentioned the payout wouldn't have been, and yes, it wouldn't have been 730000 but it's still going to be over like half a million dollars. It's a 16-team parlay. No. Yes, without a doubt. Drew, are you kidding me? There is no way. Dude, there's no, no, no. no way. I, look, I'm pretty sure, and you can check me on this because I know you won't, so I'll just say where the fuck I want. I'm pretty sure the Packers were going off at like minus 160 and the Lions were plus 150 for that game. Those are huge odds. Now, to be fair, I did to not look fair. at any other bet on his entire thing besides the Lions and, and uh, Packers game. So I don't know if he took any other long shots that would have ratcheted them up to 700,000. Well, if he got 15 of the 16 right, then, I mean, he was doing something correct. But that's the, the, the Lions versus Packers game with what Mike just said. I mean, there's like very few slam dunks in the NFL. That was one of them. Like as soon as the Packers lost, the way they lost the week before, it was like, okay, who do the Packers Guaranteed. have next week? Oh, yeah. the Lions, who they traditionally own, even if Aaron Rodgers hasn't shit on himself on the field. Yeah, that, okay, I'm just gonna go on ahead and pen in Packers and yeah, then work yeah. my way backwards. Okay, like, that, it was a no brainer. Here's who this guy took in this 16 team parlay. He had Washington minus 175, Chicago wait, wait, minus Washi- one third. Washington football team or Washington college. It's all NFL. It's an NFL, okay. all NFL parlay. Washington minus Damn, 175, Chicago minus 130, Cleveland minus 650, uh, LA minus 190, Buffalo minus 175, New England minus 250, San Francisco minus 160, Las Vegas yeah, plus one- 190, Carolina plus 150, Denver minus 275, Arizona minus 190, Tampa Bay minus 650. Good Lord. Uh, yeah, Dallas. Dude, yeah. Dallas plus one thirty five, Tennessee plus one ninety, Baltimore plus one eighty. Guaranteed if he had bet on the Packers, it. I Who guarantee. Was it before Carolina, who did he take right before Carolina? What was that one? Uh, Vegas plus one ninety. Yeah. I see, but I that's mean, what I'm saying. I don't As you go through those bets. If you've got enough balls to be like. I'm going to take Vegas flying across country to play the Steelers at home. Yeah, no problem. Like, why in the world took, would you risk the Packers lion? He took he, Baltimore to beat the Chiefs. He took right. Baltimore yeah, to I beat mean, the like, Chiefs. He already like, took some mitigated dude, no, risk. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. Let's ball, see. No, this I'm is what I'm saying. Lions over Packers. You guys are man. you're missing the whole point that the picks he took up until the Lions were not out of left field. Yes, the they Ravens were. Had, yes, excuse they were. me. May I finish? Okay, go ahead. May I finish? Go ahead, Drew. Go ahead. I'll meet you, Mike. I'll fucking do it. <laughs> the picks he had taken leading up to that weren't outrageous. Like, yes, the Ravens had played the Chiefs tight but lost all games prior. But the way those squads stacked up, it wouldn't be unheard of. People aren't losing their minds. The, the Ravens, Ravens are game. depleted with injuries. They have lost everybody. Like the Ravens fans after week one were like, shut down the season. We're done. We are shitty because no, of all these they injuries. Were only no, Ravens fans, Ravens fans got decimated with injuries. What are you talking right. about? Dude, they couldn't beat the Chiefs at full strength in the playoffs two straight years. Why the hell would you think they were going to beat the Chiefs in this one? I don't know. What happened this week? Yeah, and actually, they beat them. That's why, because it's the NFL. Like you still have good teams and good yeah, coaching and staffs fine. going against again, each other. Again, like that's a no, risk. But again, that's I'm saying. But it's not a Lions risk. beat Packers risk. My point is, and that's he my was point, he was within the taking, bounds. If you're taking the Ravens and you're taking Las Vegas, 
then you got to take the slam dunk ones. Like, like if I'm going there and saying, yeah, like I think that this could happen and then it does, I I'll be damned if I'm going to lose. Cause well, I thought the lions, but see, that's my point. Back. You're, you're betting to see happen. you're betting like you're going to win the whole parlay. This dude was playing 4d chess because he's going, look, what I can do is leverage this up with the lions on Monday. Cause I know they're going to offer me a buyout. If I hit those other 15, because the risk of losing that is way too high. But I know but the Packers that payout is way less and might not even happen because they're like, yeah, you want to tell me that uh, the, that the Lions are going to beat the Packers on Monday night? Fine, whatever. Here, take your payout. But what I'm, saying, I'm saying is the payout would have been more than 133K. That's all I'm saying. That was my point from the start of this. If he had taken Green Bay, he probably would have made about a half a million dollars. Like, no, he wouldn't have come close to 730K, but I bet you it would have been close to a half a million. No, you're wrong. How am I wrong? It's a 16-game parlay, Drew. It's a 16-game parlay. What was the Lions-Packers uh, money line? I don't what know. Was the, what was the Packers money line? I would have to look it up. But you're you're trying to tell me – you're sitting here trying to tell me all this stuff while you're saying Baltimore over Kansas City with Ronnie Stanley out and Dalen Hayes Dude, wasn't what, a crazy what, pick. Like, that was, was a crazy-ass pick to take Baltimore. Even Baltimore was like, oh. what the fuck just happened here? Baltimore was so surprised by that that a fan got this final score tattooed on, his, on, on himself. It's a week two regular season game, and this fan was like, holy shit, we just did this? I'm getting – Getting the score tattooed on me. A dude also actually lives went in Baltimore. So, like, what else does he have to tattoo? <laughs> a dude on actually went so far as to get the date and the score. Baltimore thirty-six, Kansas City thirty-five, tattooed on him. I mean, that's pretty fresh. Like, I can respect that. It was awful. And I don't know who wrote it. It's so terribly what done. Just that, but like horrible as fuck. Yeah, but look how straight those lines are, and and everything is pretty much aligned. Like that's impressive. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been better off with wing dings. Oh my god, that's if we can tattoo. make 3D printers, why can't we make like tattoo printers? We do make tattoo remember, printers. Remember, remember, September nineteenth, two thousand twenty-one, when Bell. Hey, he put the period <laughs> to thirty-five. Or Bell lost negative thirty-six. To KZ's negative 35. Like, this what is what was Baltimore's money line? What was Baltimore's money line? Uh, that was, uh, he, uh, Baltimore was plus 180. Jesus Christ. That, really? looks, like a, yes! that looks like a tattoo that you would get an auto. That's a lot longer than I expected. So. Oh, wow. It's almost like the injuries that I was just telling you about were something that people were concerned about betting on this game. So, no, it wasn't like an easy pick to pick Baltimore over Kansas City. That was a ballsy ass pick, man. The, the the best part is uh, I didn't even need to see the odds to say that that was a ballsy <laughs> ass pick. Like, I just, you know, knew, you know, based on knowing what the hell is going on in the NFL, that that was a ballsy ass pick. But still not as insane and as ballsy as picking the fucking Lions to beat the Packers after the shit game they had. I mean, Actually, you know what? I, I'm not picking the Lions to beat the Packers on any game. I don't give a shit. I know any given Sunday. I know anything can fucking happen. I, if that was, I'm not going down on that sinking ship. But it's like, Jesus, you get to the Monday night game. What do you think? Packers, Lions. <laughs> 100% of the time, I'm picking Packers. Can you imagine all right, sitting Scotty. there all Monday long just waiting for that call from MGM to cash out? And he's like, if they don't call me, 
I need Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions to come through for me, or else I get nothing. And then finally, That's MGM calls. Like, we ain't making as, that call. as soon as he, <laughs> as soon as MGM called, he was just like, "Yes." And they were like, "Oh, is this so?" No, no, no. Yes, whatever. I don't. Yeah, but fifty bucks, I'll take it because I'm getting zero because I bet on the Lions to beat the Packers. You want to offer me twenty six dollars on my twenty five dollar bet? I'll take it because I am losing the whole thing tonight because I am dumb and bet on the Lions to beat the Packers. You speak like a man who has zero faith in Jared Goff in that offense. (laughs) Yes, correct. And as someone who lost a fantasy game this weekend to motherfucking, uh, what's his name, Swift, I don't understand what what angle you're taking. I don't want to talk fantasy football. Let's not talk about that. But, Scott, I do want to ask you this. Who would you take the Lions to beat? Like if if go back to your oh, statement of this is a good story. I need the Lions Jacksonville went over blank. Jacksonville. The Lions would have to be at home on a Thursday night game. No, 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 no. Monday, Monday night, played. Monday night. It's because the scenario holds only if it's a Monday night game after you hit the other fifteen. Mm. No, you just asked me who the hell I would take the Lions for. Okay, so fine. I changed. I changed this, the rules. Okay, imagine scenario, that. I changed the rules of something. In Scott. This scenario. Who would I take? Who would you take to to no? Who would you take for the Lions to beat on Monday the night? Lions were in Green Bay too. Yes, they were. I think. Yeah, no. There's yeah. a hundred percent chance I'm not taking the Lions to win on the road against anybody. Not even Jackson. What? So well, come on, come on, wow. Scott. Hang on, hang on. You think Herb and uh, the same guy who gave Tim Tebow a shot? You think he can beat Dan Campbell on a Monday night at home? No, no. He's wilting under that pressure. Herb is not going to be able to knock off Dan Campbell and the Lions on Monday night football. I mean, he'd be super scared for his kneecaps, I'm pretty sure. Because <laughs> if there's one thing I know about Herb. Herb? I know. That's why I thought I heard you say is like, Herb. Are we calling him Herb now? Because I'm here for that. Like, no, I Because you know what's going to eventually happen is uh, he's going to be. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to drag no! you into this. That'd be mean. Man, this is some bullshit. Boom, <laughs> I was going to say, are you already predicting that he's going to be replaced by Herb Edwards from Arizona State after he walks out halfway through the season because Herb's team is going to be found guilty of recruiting violations and sanctioned by the NCAA? <gasps> did you just refer to Herm Edwards as Herb Edwards? <laughs> I did, yeah. Because you, like, you, you're – well, yeah, we'll just stop there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's let's squash that Polish guilt deep down in Mookie. Let's just- oh no, there's no guilt here. I was extending thing because I feel like if you take Herm and Herb and you combine them into Herb, then you would have Herb coaching the Jacksonville Jaguars because Herb would coach the first half of the season and Herm would run away from Arizona State to coach the second half of the season as interim head coach. Guys, one of the Baltimore wide receivers had both of his chicks at the game. Uh, There was a wide receiver. You two couldn't run out of that answer quick enough. (laughs) Just trying to save you at this point, Drew. I'm trying to pull the ripcord and get out of that and just move on as quick as possible. Because what the hell is happening tonight, man? 
What is happening tonight? I told tonight? you. I told you. I'm cleaning out the fridge, man. We've spent 30 minutes talking about the motherfucking Lions. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Even sports talk in Detroit. I've never talked about shit. the Lions this much of my life. Holy I shit. I do feel like Mikey V right now from uh, from the meltdown. Mikey V. Uh, what's that dude's name? Mike Valenti or whatever that melted down over Notre Dame, Michigan State back in like oh my God. 06. That's what I feel like right now. Cover uh, zero. Make plays. Uh, anyways, yeah. Ravens wide receiver hollywood brown uh first of all great name for a wide receiver hollywood brown he allegedly had both of his chicks at the game uh on on sunday night and that is a ballsy move man to have both of your ladies show up to your game uh because you got to get them the tickets right so like there's a lot of things that you got to maneuver and make happen and why what's that look for drew you you I I just I'm I'm giggling because it's funny that you think that would be hard. Um, this shit happens in college, and the people in the ticketing office and the athletic department know it's happening, and they actually figure it out for them. Like, do you really think? First of all, what was his first name? Hollywood. It's Marquise. Yeah, that's my point. Do you really think that Hollywood was putting in all that work and details, or do you? Yeah, think he just no. Told, like, I feel like I've got him like figuring out the logistics on this one. Like, he is. He's yeah, that's definitely going in, and he's like, "You're going into this. Uh, you're going into no. this section. You're in this section, and then that way, no matter which end zone I'm going to, it looks like I'm I'm talking to just you when I go into score." But that's, that's but this. that's my point right there exactly is that like he didn't have to actually plan any of that out. He told an equipment manager, ticket office, whatever. He was like, "Look, I got girl A, I got girl B. They both need this many tickets, but you need to keep them apart." And then he went and won a football game. That's what he did, and they figured all that <laughs> shit out for him. Like. He surprisingly won a football game, not easily and not the smart bet, Drew. Uh, It was it was a shock that they won that football game. (laughs) Mm. Oh, no. Mm. Which one was that? Uh, Well, so that was the first sip of the uh, salted lime lager. Down in one. Go. Go. Down in one. Down in one. Go. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Oh my god, that looks terrible. It's even green screening in it looks terrible. Uh all right, Mookie is now chugging both of these. It looks like he's going to violent. Nah, that oh, was not down to one. Pee. Okay. All right, see you Mook. You go you go have fun. Oh no, I could do it down in one. It just <laughs> Oh, do I have to? Are you going to poop no. yourself? <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, I feel like no, you should. know what? Fine, fine. You know what? I'm not going to be a bitch. I'm not going to be a Detroit Lion. 
More Lions talk on the show. I'm digging it. Um, uh, unbelievable. Mookie, you don't have to do this. I was just I was just kidding, man. It's not necessary. Okay. How you feeling after that? Do you really think I wanted to go back to sipping that after that? That's though? a good point. That's why I said down when I was trying to help you out. All right, yeah, listen. Appreciate well, uh, while I got you here, Mook, let's talk about your ridiculous Notre Dame take that you had today. Uh, because son of a bitch. I, w- <laughs> I want to get to this. Scott, I don't know if you know this, but Brian Kelly is one win away from becoming the winningest coach in Notre Dame history. Uh, with their win last week over Purdue, he has 105 career wins at Notre Dame. That ties Newt Rockney for the most career wins for a coach. So the next win that Brian Kelly has, he will be the winningest coach in Notre Dame history. Last year, Ian Book ended his career as the winningest quarterback in Notre Dame history, and I remarked how crazy it is that we as fans got to see the winningest coach in the winningest quarterback in program history and likely will not get to see a national championship ever uh, from Brian Kelly. Like, it's probably not going to happen. And this is what Mookie had to say uh, on that matter. He said that he hopes Brian Kelly loses every game from now until we fire him so that Newt Rockney remains the winningest coach in program history. Scott, have you ever heard anything so absurd in your life from a fan? Uh, uh, I, I gotta say, I, I think I'm with Drew on this one. And here's why, because when you, when you said it, my first thought was, of course, I was just like, holy crap, he's got more than Lou. And then you said 105. And I thought, wow, that, that number seems really low for the most wins in Notre Dame history for head coach. Like I, I just, I would have thought the number had been higher. And then you said Newt Rockney and I'm like, okay, another, you know, football legend name, like. Do you really want fucking Brian Kelly, who you just admitted right. probably isn't going to win a game right. of consequence his entire tenure there to be the all time winning as coach? Like, I, I get, I get that it's crazy that you like, uh, yeah. but I mean, it's I guess it's the equivalent of you know NFL tanking. Uh, you know, it's like I I didn't root. I've never ne- necessarily rooted against the Niners, but I've rooted for them to you know lose some games and help the draft standing. I wouldn't want Brian Kelly at the top of any fucking list. Okay, so I, I, exactly. rooting for them, rooting for them to lose a couple of games to improve the draft standing is one hundred percent different than them losing every game until they fire Brian Kelly because they Brian Kelly, like it or not, he's tied with Newt Rockney. Like he's already at the level he is the winningest coach along with Newt Rockney. So it's going to take an awful lot of games for you to lose to fire him. Like they could lose every game this year and then they would probably really? have to. Lo- yeah. See, I feel like yeah. if they lost out this, if they lost out from here on, he'd be done. No, there's no way. There's no way. Really? They're, they would they not would, fire him this they year. They would do him like USC did that guy. We already forgot about because he got fired last week. Clay Helton. Just kidding. Clay Helton. <laughs> They would do him the exact same way if he lost every game the rest of this year and came out. Uh, well, he couldn't go one and one because then he'd break the record. But if he came out zero and two, gone. Like I don't, I dude, this this alumni base is very very passionate and very very irrational. Like yes, as proven by Drew, uh, very wanting to hold on to Newt Rockney's record, very irrational. Look, 
Yeah, exactly. And I'm not actually alumni and I'm that fucking nuts. Like that's that's my point is like one of the staples of my childhood growing up was my dad losing his shit over stupid things, football games. Like I got this way because I remember very vividly, I think I was in sixth or seventh grade. We were, was it BYU or oh, Navy? Hang on, let's not blame your parents for the way you are. That's, that's a little scapegoat-esque. Uh, you know, let's not much. No, and I'm not trying to blame them. I'm just, you know, setting the scene, not necessarily for my idiocy, but as a story of the fan base as a whole. Again, my dad got so pissed that he went, uh, he turned off the game, he went upstairs, he typed out a letter on our Mac, printed it out five times, printed out five envelopes addressed to the uh, athletic director, the president of the university, the vice president of the university, and like the board of the directors or some shit. I don't know. And then mailed those motherfuckers that day, half an hour later. Mike, what quarter do you think the game was in? I'm going to guess the first quarter. Uh, no, he at least seems... made it to the second quarter before he threw this tantrum. Like, and again, this was the Bob Davy years. So that tells you something like you shouldn't have had expectations to begin with. But the fan base is that rabid and insane, except that like we're like Alabama, but having none, not won anything ever. None basically. of the success. Here's the problem right. that uh, Mookie and the fans who are holding on to Newt and this record uh, fail to forget. Also, uh, you're, pro- it, you're pronouncing it wrong. It is Cunute, okay. by the way. Fair enough. Uh, you know, the, uh, all the strangers call him Newt, but his friends call him Cunute. Fair enough. Uh, it, Brian Kelly had wins vacated, so he's already broken this record. He's already won more than Newt Rockney has while yeah. Newt was at Notre Dame. So this is a... a, this is a a newt point, we'll call it, uh, because it doesn't hey. matter at all. Brian Kelly is the winningest coach in Notre Dame football history. Yeah. It's only like technicality because of stupid NCAA I bullshit. Just, I, We're going to take away wins. I don't remember who made that point in our chat earlier. It was, you it was or Tim. Tim. It was Tim. It was Tim. Shout out that to Tim. fucker. It would be Tim. But when when he made the chat, the entire wind out of my when I'm out of my sails, and I was just so disappointed. I was like. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> well, Newt never had an academic scandal, so there, and no one picked up on, well, they probably didn't really have actual academics back in the I don't 30s. know if Newt played against black guys. That's another thing that you got to keep in mind. Newt Rockney, I'm not sure if there were black dudes that played uh, when Newt was coaching Notre Dame. Oh, there were yeah, black dudes I- who played... They just might not have been allowed to play against him. (laughs) I can assure you there were black people playing football. They just might not have been allowed to on the official level against Notre Dame. Newt got there the first time he faced the black dude. He was like, shit, we got to throw this ball or something. Like, we got to do something to to just that's that's how the shit. Did you see how fast they are? Running ain't gonna work no more, guys. <laughs> Running ain't gonna work. Do, do you do you know the actual story behind the the invention of the forward pass? I think I just found it. I think I just told you the actual story. New played a black dude. It was right. like, fuck it, we gotta throw this ball. I so, yeah, I got nothing on this one, man. 
So in the library of alternative history, there'll be a section entitled Craft Root Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how the Ford Pass was invented. I want to get this started. I want to get this off the ground. That that was the right? real motivation behind Newt Rockney creating the forward pass was because he saw a black guy play football and was like, fuck it, I can't compete. Throw the ball. That's how it's got to be done. <laughs> I would love to hear your thoughts on like, uh, the relay that race. That is the new <laughs> reasoning for the forward pass. That's what I'm telling my kids. <laughs> they saw us playing, kids. Will your, your kids? <laughs> will your kids know what wingdings is? Because like it's not in any any like word processing thing anymore these days. Will my kids know what wingdings? I hope not. Jesus Christ! I hope they're not subjected to having to type papers in Microsoft Word. By the time well, they're ready, I, mean, that's, I guess that's fair. But like, that was always how you could like have a secret code with your friends. You type in wingdings, and like, you thought you were getting one over on people. I don't know anybody who thought they were getting one over on people. I was wingdings. just gonna say, I was like, I never did anything other than highlight the text, click the wingdings thing, and think, "Wild card, bitches!" Sorry, Scott, I would have clicked it sooner if I could find it faster. <laughs> it's like all the way down. Let's this list. go. Let's go from uh, one college coach to another. Scott, you had a story that you found uh, about our one of our favorite coaches on the show, Lane Kiffin. Lane is. Yep, Drew found uh, the the videos. You haven't played He's... any of them all night long. I mean, come on, <laughs> Drew found some videos. So, uh, all right, you listen. Never played the football one at the start. Listen, let's uh, let's talk here about Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin has Ole Miss looking sharp this year. They're looking really solid and, and might be in a good position this year. Uh, but Lane is doing some interesting stuff on Instagram, right, Scott? My man Lane, like as soon as I saw Lane Kiffin, I got giddy, giddy, <laughs> because I'm like, whatever Lane's done now is fantastic. This dude is on Instagram and only follows one person, one person in the entire world, and that happens to be. And, and at first, I was like, is that real? Is it? Is his name really Arch? Like, what? You don't know about Arch? I, I thought. No, I've never heard of this kid until. <gasps> How have you day. not heard about Arch? He is because Lane Kiffin follows him on Instagram. Who the fuck is Arch? I've Arch heard of Manning. Archie Manning. No, it's Arch Manning. It's it's the new protege. It's the next Manning coming up. This kid has been sought after since he was in grade school. Like this dude is gonna go. He's the top quarterback pros- prospect. They are saying he could end up being the best Manning. That's how good this kid is. He's still in junior high, right? Like, no, he's in high school now. High. I think he's oh, a junior. He yeah, but I think he's like a, a junior s- in high school. Okay, I was gonna say he's like he's not close to being out. No, not he's yet. Still got a year or something like that. But yeah, no, Lane Kiffin only follows this kid. Is which this is a- really weird? Because it's Instagram. <laughs> so I mean, I guess you can go ahead and do that. Like, I mean, kids only posting pictures. Is this a recruiting violation? And even worse, is this like? predatory behavior because i feel icky about this like i don't i I don't like this two independent questions is it a recruiting violation it's the ncaa so probably there's probably a rule (laughs) in there somewhere that prohibits this because ncaa 
Is it predatory? You goddamn right. Like, seriously, following a high school kid is the only person you follow in the entire country. Would, would be even weirder as if anything he posts, Lane's out here just hitting that like button. <laughs> <laughs> Arch, Arch Manning updated his story, and Lane's like, ah, like, like, Arch, I got you, man. I love it. I've got, Lane, I've got Lane laying in bed at night just scrolling through all of the pictures, double tap on every single one like arch gets 50 notifications at three in the morning that lane kiffin liked his pictures from 2014 and he's like this is weird man i don't know if i'm on board heart emojis everywhere (laughs) arch is just like uh, like, (laughs) you you liked the picture of my spaghetti that's kind of weird dude but I, I might come there, coach. You never know. I mean, it's good work, too. Because, I mean, seriously, imagine if you're that kid. And obviously, everybody's, you know, trying to suck his dick. So it's not like he needs another person. But if you respect Lane Kiffin at all, like we do on their show, like I would be just, I'd be walking around everywhere. Everywhere I go, I'd be like, you know, Lane Kiffin only follows one person. You okay, so if you're... Is. If you're lame, if you're lame, the way to do that is you unfollow everybody first and then follow Arch, right? Like you can't follow him oh, yeah, because yeah, as soon yeah, as you yeah. follow him he's gonna click on your profile he's gonna be like lane kiffin follow me hell yeah and he's gonna click that button he's gonna look at your profile so you gotta unfollow everybody first and then click follow so that when he clicks yes. he sees that you're only following one person you're like damn okay even even your wife you're like sorry you didn't <laughs> I, I gotta get this kid in here wait you follow your wives <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just always kind of was like, ah, it's more fun to be surprised. Wow. I, yeah, I didn't know where else to jump in there. because uh, That was a weird spot to pick, Drew. That's a weird <laughs> spot to go you know, in. You're talking about stalking high schoolers again and getting into all that. And it's like somehow I'm still going to end up being the skeevy one. So I'm surprised you didn't just come in with how many co-eds did Lane unfollow before he followed uh, Arch? Because that was your lane to, to get right in there, Drew. That was the Drew. I left it open for you. I even gave you the you got to unfollow <laughs> you, everybody you else. You did do those things hypothetical scenario though is if lane's going through unfollowing everybody after he follows this kid and he like just forgets one or it's just like lane kiffin follows arch manning and and pizza hut (laughs) (laughs) just something off the wall random where it's like ah shit i forgot to click an unfollow button no i feel like like it was i feel like it was uh it was like uh, arch manning and Pornhub. that's who lane had like (laughs) forgot to because he he was like next to his wife and he was like well i can't i i I can't get to that one i can't pull that one up she's gonna notice so i'm gonna i'll come back to that one follow arch oh shit now i'm following arch manning and Pornhub. this doesn't look good at all yeah that's when you just lean over to your wife and go browser (laughs) and you know just keep it moving there's a lot to unpack there (laughs) i mean Lots, the fact that we just the fact that we just shouted out two different porn websites <laughs> in one segment. Go ahead, keep going. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> honestly though, Pornhub's a solid follow because they put out some really interesting stats and infographics. Like, remember the Super Bowl when uh, 
was it when was it when New England lost or someone lost and they were like within five minutes of such an I think it was Philly. Look, it was look like, at how many people are angry. Look how many people yeah. exactly. Well, no, no, there was one where it's like look at the increased traffic from this metropolitan area right after the game. It just spiked. And then there yeah, was another was one. Lose, it was from the losing city. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, that was. It was yeah. Like, look at how many but, people were angry jerking off. The best the is they do it quarter by quarter, too, so that you can see, like, as the game gets more out of hand, the searches and traffic just drives <laughs> out of up. Hand. <laughs> out of hand. No, but then there was a second one where they're like, hey, on the night of the Super Bowl, look at how the most searched terms from the winning and losing team compared to each other. And it was about uh, what you'd expect, but. You know, this is a family show, so I'm glad. I'm glad that's where you dropped in on this one, Drew. I'm glad that's how you came into this conversation. Well, you know, every hey, once I, in got, a while I like to contribute. I got an update for you guys uh, about that Portland State coach from Friday night, who we were talking about. He offered to buy all the beer for anybody who came to the. Oh yeah, game. how'd that go for him? Uh, it was fourteen thousand dollars worth of beer. <laughs> Uh, he paid $14,000. No. Not bad at all. It was like 2,000 some beers. Uh, he tweeted out the receipt. It was kind of ridiculous uh, the way that this broke down because it was like 700 people. There was like 700 IPAs. Uh, what was they? It was Deschutes Fresh Squeezed IPA, 786 of them, and 1,260 Coors Lights. A total of 2,064 beers for a total of $14,448. Uh, that dude's a that's the greatest coach in college football history. That, period. He, and hands he got down. a good rate too. Seven bucks a beer at a college stadium, like whew, not for Coors fuck, Lights though. For Coors Lights, seven Dude, bucks. For, Coors Lights? Would you rather have no beer accessible? No, that's that's a fair point. But also, it's Coors Light, uh, and you're, you're at you Portland State. He's the greatest college coach. But I'm just sitting here angry that a coach could be like, oh, fourteen thousand dollars. It's nothing. You want to know why? Because off the backs of these Negroes, I'm making so much money that fourteen thousand dollars means absolutely dick to me. But hey, those motherfuckers—they can't get a sandwich. Don't let them get no damn sandwich. We don't want no crouton violations. Race card. It's been a while. It's been a while since we pulled it. Thank you. Uh, Thank well you. done, Thank Scott. You. Well, well done pulling that one for us. Uh, and that's a great from the middle of a neck, baby. <laughs> That's a great segue. Let's give a shout out to our friends over at Beer Drop. <laughs> Listen, if you guys want award-winning craft beer delivered directly to you, go stock up today with our friends at Beer Drop. Uh, craftfoodsports.com slash beer drop will get you $5 flat shipping. All you got to do, go to that website, uh, sign up for one of their plans. They'll ask you for a flavor profile. You'll fill it out. They will curate a box of craft beer to your taste and deliver it directly to your door. $5 flat shipping. Even if you don't want to sign up for one of the plans, you can go to that site. You can shop around. I just got my pumpkin beer box delivered. There's four different pumpkin beers that I found on there, uh, and I, I ordered all four of them, and that just came in this week. So I'm super pumped about that. You don't have to sign up for one of the plans. Just go that way and, and order some beers. Stock up today, craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. Get that $5 flat shipping. Help them out. Help yourself out and help us out. craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. All right, boys. Uh, I feel like we need to talk a little. Uh, where were we going to go after this? Oh, we were going to talk some baseball. Here's the pitch. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, lots to, to get to this week in baseball. Uh, Scott, there's a there was a kerfuffle tonight. Did you see that? Uh, the, there's a little <laughs> bit of a. I, I did. And pre pre show prep time, I was like, oh. That, that's an ironic fight that just broke I got up. the notification I and I was super excited. <laughs> I did too. And I thought that's perfect for the show. Fantastic. Thank you, Toronto and Tampa. Why don't you give everybody the backstory on what happened there? Okay, so Toronto and Tampa Bay obviously both play in the AL East. Uh, Not much of a rivalry per se, other than the fact that they play in the same division. Most of the time, either one's good or they both suck. Uh, Never both being good at the same time. But it just so happens that the the Rays are good this year and Toronto is doing their their college best to to fight their way back in the playoffs. Well, this week... uh, Kevin Kiermeyer of the Rays slid into home. And that's not really that big of a deal. He got thrown out. In fact, he was out by quite a bit. It wasn't very close. But it was an awkward in, slide, too. It was. It was. And, but in the exchange, the catcher for the Blue Jays dropped his arm notes, which had how they pitch to each one of the damn Rays. Kevin Kiermaier, the smooth criminal. My man notices it is sitting next to him, picks it up, slides in his pocket, and walks off the field. The Jays realize at some point, oh, crap, we don't have this, uh, and Kevin Kiermaier picked it up. Well, that's not very sportsmanlike. Hey, you want to <laughs> uh, well, the Rays said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> So tonight, Kevin Kiermeyer took one in the ear hole, and that started the old bench clear brawl. Ah, the old kerfuffle. I love it. The old bump into each other and pretend like we're going to do anything, but this is just baseball, so not really. So we're just going to yell and complain and do nothing. Yeah, and and, and, and a starting pitcher somewhere will get suspended for five games, but really only miss one because, you know, Major League Baseball suspension rules are stupid. So... (laughs) But no, seriously, the the fact that it, like if you get a chance, you got to see the replay of Kevin Kiermaier picking this up because it was so smooth, and the fact that they're just like, oh no, we don't have that, or yeah, we got it, go fuck yourself, <laughs> not getting it back, is just 
hilarious. <laughs> what makes this story even funnier to me, like an extra layer to this, is a few years ago, I don't know if you guys remember this, the Blue Jays got accused by at least the Yankees for sure, and there might have been a couple other teams, of stealing signs from a guy sitting out in the right field stands out in Toronto with a white T-shirt on, signaling the players what pitches were coming. Like, this was something that the MLB investigated because the Yankees were adamant that this guy was taking off his shirt for certain pitches and somehow tipping off his <laughs> But the fact that the Blue Jays got, about you know, that. got knocked for and got, you know, accused of cheating just a few years ago and by mistake that like, this wasn't even a cheating thing like it literally it fell right into kevin kiermeyer's lap he just picked it up and walked away with it and they're all butthurt because you know their their strategy is right there for the rays to see no. don't go change your strategy don't uh, get just mad. get mad no 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 cheers to baseball baby i love the logic <laughs> to be fair to be fair to be fair the guy in toronto was not using technology. He wasn't using video monitors or cables or any of that. He was just using his fat white Canadian self and a pair of binoculars. So <laughs> I feel like that's a little different than, you know, what the Strohs did. So I feel like that's within the bounds. Granted, you can be a little butthurt about it, but, you know, it, it it's not that bad as far as sign ceiling scandals go, right? If oh, you're no, tipping... No, I, mean, I don't think it was a big deal. I'm just saying it's funny because the Blue Jays were all... Whoa, we, it's egregious. I cannot believe that anybody would accuse of us, us of cheating. And then the Rays, who technically aren't cheating, like they just uh, picked this thing up. They're like, oh, no, 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 they're cheating. They got to give us that back. Oh, you, you should have said that in a Canadian accent, I think. But you want to try it again? Point. You want to try it again, Scott, with a Canadian accent this time? What's that all the boot? Give us our fucking cheat sheet <laughs> back, you pricks. <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here all week. Speaking of which, speaking of which, Scott, you hear about your boy Evander? He's out. Oh God, no! Free Evander. Free Evander. Money again? Like what? What what happened with him this time? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait, we're talking Evander Kane right now, Drew? I believe so. Okay, hang on. Uh, But hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. All right, do that hockey, Drew. You always get mad at me for not uh, doing transitions. There you oh, go. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, because I had to delete mine because, what well, whatever. I won't talk smack about, you know, the things we use because um, Mike told me not to. He actually, so he got acquitted. He got acquitted. Of and it was, it wasn't as of, Yeah, of which I one? <laughs> of what uh, charge was he acquitted? The only thing that matters, betting on hockey games uh, per the NHL investigation. I don't know about all that other uh, shit. I didn't even know that like, he was up for that. I was, you don't really remember this? We and talked about that. His wife, yeah, his wife, like, threw it out there on, on yeah, Instagram stories. And she was like, maybe somebody should look into this because when you've got a gambling problem, there's a good chance you're throwing games. And they were like, oh, fuck. Oh, now we got to deal with this. Especially right. if you no, can't feed your kids. I was too busy thinking about how he was stiffing the, the mistresses he had to abort his unborn kids. Well, oh, yeah, that's why I was confused. Right. I didn't know what he got acquitted yeah, of. I was like, I was like well, well, there's a lot that, that he's done. We got to figure this all out. So he's good. He literally, did not cheat. Literally all it was is the NHL concluded their investigation saying we can't prove that he threw games or, or shaved points or anything because – 
no one will testify. <laughs> and he did admit to having a gambling addiction. So I feel like it was kind of like, Vander, come on, man. Like, really, like, you're really going to make us do this. Like, you're never going to play hockey again in the NHL because you've got your legal dealings and teams aren't going to touch you. Like, don't make us suspend you and really let your career completely fall apart when we all know what was going on. Pete <clears throat> Rose. But <laughs> you can walk away now and save some face, and then you can have all those other proceedings behind closed doors because you won't be an NHL player anymore, and you can figure your shit out and get some help. And I think he said yeah, yes. There's no saving face in this case. Like, ah, that's one of those yeah. black hockey players that I'm dismissing as ever existing. Oh man, I'm you're... glad I I'm wow. glad I never remembered his name when we did the black hockey. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how you feeling about your boy Patrick though? Oh, Patrick, he's cool. Uh, how's his brother doing? He's still on the squad, so you know that's got to speak well for him, right? He's still playing goalie. Uh, yeah, I've never really seen Is someone transition from goaltender goalie? to uh, <laughs> any other position on an NHL team. <laughs> You know, it's kind of like playing in the NFL, like, you know, skill <laughs> positions, like, uh, you know. is he is, not really a skill position. Like, is he's he gonna be out there still playing somebody. goalie. That- <laughs> so now, three, four years into your NHL career, are you considering a position change? Hey, you ever thought about playing wing? Uh, why don't you yeah. get out there on the left wing there, <laughs> not you know Patrick? They'd, they'd be like, hey, have you ever considered playing H-back? Okay. No, 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 what? You, you guys are sitting here acting like assholes, like it's crazy. I mean, how many times are we asking, you know, black quarterbacks if they should, you know, maybe try out wide receiver or something? You know, I, I'm thinking maybe the same thing in hockey. It's like, ah, you know, you, you're black, you got skills. Uh, maybe you're wasting them here to go. You're probably but really fast. What, if, what you if you played defender? Or what if you played center? Like, those are more skill positions, man. <laughs> Put that athleticism to use, my dude. <laughs> My favorite part is he thinks center is a skill position. <laughs> is it it's not? more skill position than standing there and waiting for the puck to be hit at you? How about that, motherfucker? Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, man. This took a but weird so, Mike, turn, we, fellas. This has been a weird... Did. This whole show has just been all well, weird no, wait, turns. Wait, wait. Don't go ahead and go to the wrap-up yet, because, Mike, we didn't hear your uh, your take on the Rays uh, Blue Jay situation. I well now we got it. So now you want to get back into baseball? Okay, let's get back Here's into baseball. Here's the pitch. Oh shit! Oh, uh, thank God, Tyson finally changed his fucking pitch. Oh wait, we got to go back play. to hockey. Uh, Tyson's got a hockey comment. Okay, hey. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Tyson says there's very little chance the play of one winger could throw a game. A goalie sure. That's, that's a good point. So, so Patrick's <laughs> brother throwing games confirmed. All right. <laughs> Put it on the Instagram stories. Uh, he's throwing games and he's paying for shit that he shouldn't be paying for. Hey, uh, hey Pete, you up? <laughs> <laughs> I still follow you, babe. Get one of them. Here's just- the pitch. Oh shit! <laughs> just switching gears right back to baseball. Uh, I think. It, it, my take on it is you dropped the card. You're a dummy. It's your fault. Uh, you dropped the card. Right. Sucks to suck. Like, uh, how stupid are you? Like, it's not It's not the Ray's duty to be like, oh, hey, you dropped. This. Oh, excuse like, me. I, I get like, what did they expect? The guy was just going to be like, oh, my bad. I, I didn't. I didn't peek here. You take this back. Like, what the fuck, man? Right. It's, it's so a game. Obvious, too. He sat there for. Like, yeah. A, a, like, there's seconds. no there's no reason to get pissed off at the guy. You get mad at your catcher for dropping it. That's 
That's who you get mad at. Exactly. You get mad at the catcher for there not picking go. it up quick enough. That's you get. But you don't get mad at the the guy who's out, who's standing there staring at this card. Like, should I take this? Yeah, I should probably take this. And then he picks it up. Like, no, that dude's just doing what anybody else would do in the sport. I, I, so, so, so you know, you know, as uh, what was it the the Blue Jays who lost the card, right? Yes. Blue yes. Jay, yes. As the Blue Jays, if you don't want that to happen, there's a really fucking easy solution to this. Don't use cards? No, you use Wingdings font, obviously. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> all right, listen, let's talk. Let's, I'll let's... throw it all the way back around to baseball. God, just. I don't know that how you did that. It would be hilarious if they're like, we got this fucking card. Is this fucking Wingdings? Are you guys fucking serious? <laughs> like, you guys are writing your strategy and Wingdings. Okay, well but played. listen, I think but listen, if, if there is, if there is one sport that would say to their players, listen, we need to, we're going to put our cards in code and it's going to be in wingdings. It would 100% be baseball. That yep. is absolutely the sport that would utilize wingdings to hide their strategy on their cards. Absolute them and Dan Gilbert. That's who would use wingdings to hide what they were oh trying to God. communicate. <laughs> Except Dan Gilbert wouldn't be trying to hide shit. He'd be like, I don't know how the fuck he got in this, but I typed my whole thing and now it's in this shit. Like, I, whatever, ship it. Just print the fuck. Dan Gilbert was like, listen, I got two fonts that I use. Comic Sans when I'm pissed at a player for leaving and Wing Dings to hide my strategy. That's okay. how I do it here in Cleveland. Bam. Uh, listen. Be more like LeBron James is a, and then hmm, <laughs> decipher this word in Wing Ding. Uh, that, first, that first Wing Ding looks like an N. I'm going to Listen, I want to talk. It looked that wingding looks like a race card. <laughs> That's twice in the night, man. I feel like that makes up for a whole month. <laughs> Crushing uh, it. Listen, I want to talk about something that happened last night that I am ashamed of as an Irish person. Um, I'm ashamed of as a baseball fan. Um, there's a Wait, lot. Did Bra- Brian Kelly win a game and beat Newt? No, Brian Kelly did not win oh. a game to beat Canute, but Connor McGregor was in Wrigley. Uh, oh, he God. threw out the first pitch and then sang, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. I don't know if you guys have seen this first pitch yet, but here's the here's the video of it. This is Connor McGregor throwing out the first pitch in Wrigley. Uh, he's in his suit, his tight suit, throws one what would have been three rows deep, uh, halfway up the third baseline. It was horrible. It was awful. Uh, I'm appalled as an Irishman and as a baseball mm. fan that uh, Connor McGregor would do this. But then... He followed it up with something even worse. Uh, and after he did that, he did the seventh inning stretch because that's what they do in uh, in Wrigley. Oh, Jesus, no. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to play this. Let me pull this up for you because Conor McGregor then did the seventh inning stretch, and this is how that went down. We're going to go full screen oh, on this. Let's Chicago! The mic is back, and so are the Cubs. The what? Let's go, Chicago Cubs! The Mac. It sounded like Maga. I'm here with Mateo, here with Kira. We're gonna sing the song. Let's go. One, two, three. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Starts off okay. Buy me some pizza. 
What? What just happened? He doesn't know the words. Oh, Jesus Christ, Connor. I am so, uh, dude. So, so again, to be that's fair, the most embarrassing thing to happen to Ireland in quite some time. I mean, that's saying <laughs> that's saying a lot. There's been a lot of embarrassing things. I'm pretty sure. It's like potato famine. Mm, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they had someone. <laughs> <laughs> I love that potato fam. It's embarrassing when they had nothing to do with it. It just it like happened to them. It's just like dark moment in our country's history. Potato famine. Oh man! What's the? What? How do we get to do the race card again? Treat, treat, treat. He said treat twice. I don't know what he was even like. He started off so like I mean it wasn't good. He didn't sound good, which is fine. You don't have to sound good singing melody, but at least yeah, he at least had the right tempo and the right melody. But then to like take that left turn that he did, I don't know what the hell happened there, man. He Uh, doesn't know. He doesn't know the song. He 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 was clearly reading the words off of like a teleprompter or something right in front of him. Had to be right. Had to be. But here's what you do in that. He's sitting there. He he referenced that he's got somebody in the booth with him. Like you bring them over to you. You let them sing into the microphone. You don't continue on like, Oh my God. I, I saw that today and I had to watch that at least like this video has 282.9 thousand views. I watched it 115,000 times. I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah, I just and, had and that on repeat all day. So we long. only get to watch it once. Like, come on, man, help us out here. <laughs> All right, let's do it again. Let's Drew it wants again. to do let's it again. Around. Here we go. <laughs> Two-time UFC champion. I'm showing the Cubs. Let's go, Chicago. They're Cubs. not back. The Cubs are not back at all. They're in very bad shape this year. I'm here with Mateo. Here with Kira. We're going to sing the song. Let's go. One, two, three. Three. Take three. me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and <laughs> So I, so on second listen, it's better than I thought it was. No, he it's got not. The, it's he got not. the words right. He got the rhythm right. No, he didn't he get got, the words right. He didn't. He didn't get yeah, the rhythm did. right at all. The rhythm was way off. The words were not the correct. And cadence were completely. Oh correct. no, the words were all 100 percent right. Nope. If you adjust for Conor McGregor speak, <laughs> I mean he said tree twice. So I feel like right off the bat you're wrong. I mean, there's like two trees in Chicago, so that's right. Oh my god. Cut the guy some slack. He's been hitting the head a lot. 
times. So I want to know which was worse. Was it his first pitch or was it that rendition of take me out to the ball game? Thank you, Caitlin. Caitlin just says, yikes. Yes, exactly. Caitlin, that was yeah. awful. Uh, which Hold was worse? Second. Hold on a second. Is, is Caitlin's here without Rob? Is I feel like this is Robert is under okay? Caitlin. Robert's probably banned from YouTube as well. He's I know he's banned from Facebook, probably. So he's probably banned he from do? YouTube. Ah, Robert's always banned, man. He Zuckerberg's on his shit. Um, what was worse, the first pitch or the take me out to the ball game rendition? I think that these first pitch things are fucking fake, man. I, you know, I, I mean, after Mark Mallory did, after Mark Mallory did his thing, I think everybody after that is like, oh my God, did you see the pub that that horrible throw got? You know, 50 cent, this motherfucker, like everybody who's ever just thrown into the dirt. Oh, yeah, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Mariah Carey, that was her legit shot. <laughs> uh, the Mariah Carey wasn't fucking around like that. She's legit that terrible. But every single guy who was thrown like horrendously off since Mark Mallory, I believe it's a fucking fake and they do that shit for publicity. Like I, I, I firmly believe in it. Like him sucking dick at singing the song, he just he's just that terrible. <laughs> that was on purpose, damn it. Drew, what do you think was worse? Tyson saying the pitch was worse. No, no. It, like 10 times over, it's a song because it goes on for worse. so much longer, man. Like, it's like a full 90 seconds of the most cringeworthy shit I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> that That's an easy answer. Any day of the week. Tyson didn't said- you just second, like, just a second ago, didn't you say, like, he was fine? Like, weren't you? Yeah, you were just saying on second listen, oh, it no, wasn't I, that bad. I was just, I was just, yeah. I mean, as far as singing's hard, man. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, it's also, not as bad as also, Roseanne's you, version. Can we back the fuck up off Mariah? She was out there in, like, four-inch heels. Ty- well, that's her, that's a her problem. Tyson said Obama's high-waisted jeans were really something. <laughs> hey. Hey, you don't make fun of 44 like that. Like, let's, <laughs> let's back the fuck off. Hell no, especially much. with the shit we've and, had to deal and, with since and, then. And, and, and yeah, seriously, I'll go put some high-waisted jeans on, and we'll be, we'll be in unison on that one. Like, don't, don't make fun of him. <laughs> like, he's the coolest president we've probably ever fucking had. So if the high-waisted jeans are the low point of his career, then I think we'll take that. He's legitimately the only president that we would sit there and debate could he dunk? He might actually be athletic and physically fit enough to dunk, whereas everybody else would have a heart attack having to get up out their seat and run to Air Force One if shit hit the fan. Bill Clinton could dunk. There's no doubt about no, it. Bill Clinton no. could dunk. Uh, no when he way. got in office, Bill Clinton could dunk. He could play saxophone Dude, and then he could dunk. You, like, Bill are- Clinton dunked quite a few times. While Thank you, Scott. Listen, we got to We Scott wanted to make fun of Scott wanted to make fun of Ben Simmons. We got to move on. But before we do that, uh, there was we found the secret to winning uh, this weekend, guys. There's something. There's a thread that went through this weekend that guarantees wins and amazing performances. And that is a tribute to Michael K. Williams, because there was two instances this week. The Ravens did the Omar whistle to come out to Sunday Night Football ended up leading to an improbable win, despite what Drew wants to tell you at the top of the show. Uh, And then my man, Joey Votto, Joey Votto changes his walk-up music to the Omar whistle and then proceeds to hit two dingers 
in the game in a win against, uh, I think it was against Pittsburgh, right? Uh, Is that the key to winning is just use the Omar whistle to start either your at bat or the game? Because I feel like that's the key to winning now is you just need to use the Omar whistle. I was more shocked that Joey said he was going to go back to his original one. And if I hit two home runs, I'd keep it like a tribute like that. I'd be like, well, I guess we're rocking out to this the rest of the season. Like there's only a couple more weeks left. I can change it back to the other thing. Yeah, it's beginning of next season. It's only a couple more games until they're mathematically eliminated because they're fucking terrible and losing to the goddamn pirates. But yeah, that's just keep it. Just keep it at that point. How about them Cardinals, eh? You motherfucker! You mother. <laughs> you know this mother- is the first. I actually hold on. I did you research. I took notes. Mother. Did you know this is their first ten game win streak since since two thousand eight? Oh my god! I just gotta l- highlight the fact that Drew came into the show bragging about how little show prep he does. But my man made sure that he <laughs> yeah. found out. I wrote that shit down. <laughs> details about the Cardinals just to stick it to Mike. That's fucking gold. That is fantastic. Hey, look, I make sure to make the most of this small, oh, small amount of effort I no, put forward. You know, I, I got to actually, you get a golf clap for that one, Boogie. That, that, that was yes. pretty good. Thanks, man. <laughs> Did just enough research. To find a stat that not a single person on this planet knows besides Tim Kirkjian. Yeah, well, and the... (laughs) Scott, talk Ben Simmons now. Holy shit, Ben Simmons thinks he's good enough to hold out. (laughs) Seriously, that's the story. Like, all NBA playoffs, all anybody talked about was, holy shit, Philadelphia can't get rid of Ben Simmons soon enough. Like, I'm pretty sure during the playoffs when you can't, they were trying to trade him. Like, they they would have just, you know, they, they wanted to make Ben Simmons a healthy scratch. Like, seriously, the Ben Simmons experience has gone horrendously in Philadelphia, and it all culminated with this season when, you know, I, I mean – Basically, they spent the entire year and most of his career playing four on five on defense. Like, uh, you know, well, when they're on offense, the defense only has to play four on five because the man can't shoot the fucking ball. (laughs) He's a point guard that can't shoot anywhere on the court. Not a single spot can he shoot. And coming from somebody who can't dribble with his left, man, you got to get that shit figured out. Like, what the hell is wrong with you that you can't even hit a jumper? You can't even hit a mid-range jumper. But then this man decides yesterday that he is going to hold out, says he doesn't want to play for Philadelphia anymore, doesn't plan on showing up. Well, way to go. Way to do Philadelphia a favor. There's nothing better than a, a, a supposedly star player saying, you know what? I don't want to be here anymore. And the franchise being like, thank God, we've been trying to get rid of you for fucking months. Trust so, the process, so- Scott. Trust the process. <laughs> <laughs> and he was the highlight of that process. He's a 6'11 point guard who can't shoot the ball. That is a goddamn unicorn. He's a 6'11 a six foot eleven point guard, and he refuses. He's afraid to shoot a three. That's insane to me. Oh, no, me. no, no. He, he's afraid to shoot, period, now. That's yeah, a good yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can't even three. It's period. Everywhere. So, I, Scott, I will ask you this, though, because you've clearly put some thought into this take. Uh, uh, if you had to pick, who would you choose to shoot free throws for you if your life depended on making them? Ben Simmons or Giannis? 
Wait, hang on, hang on, Scott. Before you answer, I know, Giannis. I know. Okay. Oh, okay. Not only that, um, you said shooting free throws. Like, what's like? Does Simmons have a bad free throw shooting percentage? Because that I honestly don't know. I know that he can't shoot the ball from anywhere on the floor, but are his free throws equally as horrendous? Like, I'm legit asking because I have no clue. Yeah, it's it's not good. Um, The key is, and there's really only one right answer here. And it's it's Giannis because at that point at least you'd have time to say goodbye to your family. Yeah, no, I mean, there's no doubt that the answer was still going to be Giannis because I don't want Ben shooting one anything. for two, baby. <laughs> I just I just wondered, like, is this free throw shooting percentage also as abysmal? I gotta know. Hang on, I gotta know, Mookie. Did you purposely ask that question just to make that joke at the end of it? Was that the whole reason for it? Yes. All right, let's talk about these beers that we're drinking tonight. (laughs) Oh, no, I'll just come up and own that one. Let's talk about these beers that we were drinking tonight. Uh, Scott, what was in your mug? And I I don't even know what the scale was that we were doing tonight. It was like the week three. It was from 0-2 to 2-0. Yeah, there you go. From 0-2 to uh, to 2-0, where would you rate your beer and what was it? I was drinking this beer really ties the room together out of this fat 32-ounce can. Such a good Lebowski reference. Craft Brewery, yeah, just... Bought it because of name. Uh, blonde milk stout, coffee and cocoa nibs. Nibs. Fantastic. Nibs. All the nibs. Like, seriously, this is... This, I, I started off the show by saying this was 2-0 against two, like, cupcakes or weaker teams. But I actually think this is 2-0 if you came out and you were the Ravens against the Chiefs in both games. Like, two <laughs> impressive-ass fucking wins that nobody saw coming. <laughs> Mookie, uh, what were you drinking and rated on the uh, uh, the scale that we have? That scale. Be- before I That's do that, good. Ben Simmons' last four years free throw percentage, again, full season, uh, 56, 60, 62, 61% from the free oh throw line. Holy shit. And he's a yeah. point guard. He's a point so guard. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. I would never let that dude go to the hole. The thing he wants to do. Yeah. So uh, my beers tonight uh, were an zero and two on this scale because they were both kind of crappy, but at the same time, I knew going into it, it was a let's just get through this and get on to next week and the next thing situation. Um, and now I don't have to think about them anymore. So just like an zero and two team, you're like, cool, great, going to write that off and just get hammered for the rest of the games because. We're not actually good. This is more of an event in a sports uh, situation. So, yeah, good old all into from the chosen one and uh, Crispy River. So don't they're need both to say anything more because you don't need to look them up. They're both Owen two, or is it like Owen two? Uh, f- like each one is Owen one. No, I, I I think it's it's Owen. They're each Owen two. It's basically uh, like Rutgers in Nebraska in the Big Ten. Like every year, you pretend like you might have a shot, and then after you lose your first two games, you're like, "All right, cool, we'll throw trash like I thought we were." I'll check out for the season and just focus on my tailgating game and get on with life. Uh, all right, fair enough. That sounds good. Uh, this week I was drinking Double Dunkle from Wibby Brewing. Man, Drew was dead on when he rated this yes, one. Sir. Four caps on Untapped. This was a solid beer, man. It went down super smooth. Uh, and uh, I was looking at it at one point during the show, and they said that this one's got Madagascar vanilla beans and cacao. And man. 
I love it. It is fantastic. Such a good brew. I highly recommend. It is easily two and zero, like easily two and zero. One of those beers that if you find it, pick it up immediately because you will not be disappointed. Uh, that was Double Dunkle from Wibby Brewing. Happy Oktoberfest, everybody! Did you guys do Oktoberfest? Did you guys? And you go don't. To- and you don't like your. You don't like Dunkles usually. Too, I'm not right? a huge like, fan of Dunkles. I'm not a big fan of Dunkles. Uh, they're okay. It's just like one of those things that I'm like. I think my problem with Dunkles is I always get them in the big, huge, tall, yeah. like Hofbrauhaus mugs, and it's just not. It's not for me. Do you it's guys a do lot that? Of just okay beer. Yeah, when you go Hofbrauhaus, House, do you go? You've got to go the big mug, right? Like you oh, can't absolutely. go. You can't yeah, go absolutely. anything less than that, and then like show your face. Do you guys stand on the tables at Hofbrauhaus House when you go? Nah, just asking for a problem. <laughs> yeah, as a black man standing up on a table in Kentucky is not a great idea, so I avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying from the standpoint of like, yeah, I mean, I got a high deductible plan for a reason. Uh, I ain't going to even fucking invite that. But Scott went it went dark with it. Well, I'll leave it to Whoa, Scott for. for yeah. Oh, he went dark I mean, with racing. it. He went dark with it. Race card. I was going to say earlier, do we just not do phrasing anymore? I mean, is that not cool? uh this has been a show fellas we did a thing we put it out here it was four days later and we did another show and it it was on we put it on on wax it's out there it's a it's a thing that happened half an hour on the fucking lion i mean i barely got the name of this show should be called half an hour on the fucking lion all i know is i only got to like a third of my notes so uh i'm ready to do it again friday what are you boys up to? <laughs> I, I got nothing else better to do but not drink two eight and a half percent beers. I know that much. Why, why would you not want to do Oh, you probably got to work Saturday, huh? <laughs> no, I don't have to work. That's the funny part. We could do it this Saturday. <laughs> I just know better than to not do two eight and a half beers. The problem was slamming those three freaking uh, seltzers prior to the show. Yeah, the, that uh, is the, the issue. pack or whatever. <clears throat> that yeah, is the issue. Uh, listen, everybody, thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to uh, check us out at Crafty Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the show. Uh, be sure to like the page on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Hit that bell so you know when we go live, when we post new videos. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. Shout out to Belly Up Sports. Head on over to bellyupsports.com. Tons of awesome content. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review to all of the awesome podcasts over there. Corner Booth Podcast, Tailgate on the Quad. Awesome content that they've got uh, constantly. Every sport you want. There's all kinds of stuff. By the way, guys, we got a new intern that should be starting here soon. They got us a new Hell intern yeah. at Belly Up Sports. So we got a new intern. Hopefully you guys get to meet the new intern next week. We will uh, We'll see if he's ready to go. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate all the support. We appreciate the shares. Uh, we will see you all next week. Cheers, everybody. Mateo here with Kira. We're gonna sing the song. Let's go. One, two, three. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. I don't care if I never get back. So let's root, root, go. If they don't win, it's a shame.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.